Have you ever had a day where you've been on a roll for a while? Maybe, maybe you've been doing well for a couple of weeks and then inexplicably, you find yourself just kind of going off the rails. And like maybe you were at an event and there was the cookie plate was just right there in front of you. Or maybe it just happened to be 347 in the afternoon and the kids snacks looked pretty good. And suddenly you find yourself going back for second or third or fourth servings. And even while you're eating, you're thinking to yourself, I know I should stop. I really should stop. No, I don't need this. I'm not even hungry. This doesn't even taste that good. But weirdly, you don't stop. And then later you feel like, why did I do that? What is wrong with me? We listen, we have all been there. Today, we're going to talk about how days like that are totally normal. We're going to talk about why they happen and how to prevent yourself from sliding into the whirlpool of shame around those days like that so that you can get yourself right back on track and treat it like just a one-time event rather than an excuse to throw in the towel. Ready to get after it? Let's get to it. Do you ever feel like you know all the diet rules about eat this but not that and so you know what to do but you just have a hard time actually doing it i'm here to tell you you are not the problem hi i'm lizzie welcome to the confident body podcast where we talk about all the mental and emotional parts of weight loss that diets don't tell you it's time to step past the shame and the guilt from old diets and stop feeling like you're waiting to lose weight in order to fully participate in life if you're ready to drop the diet mindset and learn what it takes to truly feel happy and confident in your own skin you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, my friend. I am so happy to be talking to you today. Thank you so much for being here. This is one of the topics that comes up so often that, you know, uh, a client will tell me I, I've been, you know, we've been making progress. I feel like I'm really making strides. And suddenly I randomly had this, you know, awful, horrible, terrible day. And I, I just didn't know what was happening. I couldn't seem to stop myself. I was talking to a specific client um, just the other day, and she was saying that for no particular reason, she found herself you know, eating the cookies at the, the social event that she was at. And she was like, they didn't even taste that good. But I had a second one and then a third one. And then later on the day, you know, I felt guilty about it. And so I was trying to eat a healthy lunch, but I, you know, still felt hungry. And so I made myself some chili, but the chili was too spicy. And so she added a whole bunch of rice and it's like, it kept kind of snowballing. And then, you know, finally she was like, this is not even that good, but I've, I've, I've made all of this stuff and I don't want to waste it. I don't want to throw it away. And, you know, all of these kind of sentences in our brains tend to kind of add up to the place where we just feel like it's really hard to rein things in once we get off track. So first of all, it's not your fault. You are not broken. Here's why that happens. It happens to everyone. Why? Think about patterns in our brains, like our thought patterns are like ski tracks. So ski tracks in the snow. So if a ski track has been uh, you know, run down the path many times, the snow gets deeper along that path and the walls of that track get higher, meaning that it kind of gets more grooved in and it's harder to get out because you know, once you're in the track, like the walls of the, the, the ski track are kind of high, so it's hard to get out of them. When you're trying to create a new pattern, like you know, a, a new habit with your lifestyle, you're trying to eat a little bit differently, you're trying to examine your thoughts, you're trying to be mindful, all these kinds of things are new ski tracks in your brain, like in that fresh powder of the snow, which is lovely, but they're not very deep. Those new thought patterns are, you know, you're working on kind of creating more repetitions on that new pattern, but you just haven't had enough opportunity to get a, you know, a deep track of from that new groove in the snow. And what's interesting is that old track 
doesn't go away. You're working towards a new pattern, but the old track is still there. And so it's really easy to fall back into old patterns. It's really simply about reps. You just haven't had enough repetitions with the new thought pattern that you're working on. So it's really normal to fall back into that old thought pattern. Your brain is operating properly. Our brains are really good at finding patterns and delegating them to the lower brain where then we can't see it. So those lower brain patterns are like the crocodile underneath the water. You can't see that it's there. And so it's super normal for that old pattern to come back. It's not evidence that you're broken. It's not evidence that it's impossible for you to succeed. It's simply evidence that your brain is acting as it should. It's following an old pattern that you may have accidentally taught it to learn. And the new pattern simply hasn't had as much time to get established yet. So when we have days like that, it can be really tempting to be like, this is it. I I knew it was a terrible idea for me to try and lose weight. And if you can kind of turn down the temperature on that thought and be like, it's okay. Like it wasn't great. That's all right. It's just my brain doing what I've accidentally taught it to do. It's okay. I can move forward from here. So try and turn down the temperature on that thought. We tend to think of weight loss as like a straight line, you know, almost like I need to get an A on this weight loss test and I'm going to, I need to get every single answer right. But weight loss isn't like that. So imagine this analogy, pretend you're um, getting in the car and you're driving to the grocery store and on the way to the grocery store, you stop at a red light. If you took a snapshot of you in that moment stopped at the red light and you took it out of context, one would say, you're completely off track. You have stopped. You're no longer making progress towards your goal of the grocery store because you're stopped at the stoplight. Heck, let's even say that you took a wrong turn. That could be, you know, really off track. But if you took a wrong turn towards the grocery store, you're like, I still know how to get there. I I, I will get there eventually. That's not a big deal when you're in the car driving to the grocery store because you know you're eventually going to get back on your way again towards your destination. Now, if you sat at the stoplight once it turned green and just wallowed in the fact that you paused along the way towards the grocery store and you took that pause as proof that you'll never get to the grocery store, then yeah, you might possibly have a hard time getting to where you're going. Our brains like to see examples of this, you know, if we take that to the weight loss analogy, our brains like to see this as like, see, I told you so. This red light means I will never get to the store. It was pointless for me to even get started towards the store in the first place. Who am I to think that I can get to the store when there are all these stoplights in the way? Getting to the grocery store is for other people, not me. I might as well give up and go home. Yeah, our brains like to do a little drama sometimes, and that's okay. It's just your brain trying to protect you. It is your brain coming up with the, oh my gosh, what if scenario in advance so that you can prepare for it and, and not be too hurt, for, too hurt by it. Ironically, when our brains do that and you know spool us up in all the drama, we end up experiencing the difficult feelings that we're trying to avoid in the first place. So our brains are a little backwards that way. All that to say, it's okay. It's normal. Days when you when you get derailed from your from the work you're trying to do, from the new habits you're trying to establish, those days are like stopping at the red light. Don't let your brain take the whole situation out of context and freak out and assume that you'll never get to where you're going. It's a temporary pause. It's okay. It's completely normal. And I want you to remember that that negative voice is supposed to be there. Again, it is your brain protecting you from the fear of what if this doesn't work out? 
So it brings up that outcome. So like, what am I going to do if this happens? And it feels true. And it can be easy to believe that. But here's an interesting thought. It takes just as much energy to believe that it won't work out as to believe it will. Let that let that sit for a second. You know, immediately you may be thinking like, no, that's not true. Like it's much easier for me to believe that it won't work out. But just play with it. What if it could be true that it takes the same amount of energy to believe it will work versus to believe it won't work? What if that could be true? What could be evidence that it takes the same amount of energy to believe it will work versus it won't work? Just something to kind of play with there. Another idea is when you have a day like that, when you kind of go off the rails, that is a great, great opportunity to offer yourself some self-compassion. Imagine you're sitting across the table from your good friend at the coffee shop and she tells you, oh my gosh, I had the worst day at the, at the social event I went to. I ate three different cookies and then, you know, I had to, I was still hungry, so I had lunch and the, the, the food was spicy, so I added rice to it and, you know, the, the spooling, all of, all of the story. And she tells you all of the story. What would you tell your friend? My guess is you would not tell her, you idiot, I can't believe you did that. Instead, you would probably say, hey, it's okay. We all have days like that. Plus, like you ended up having a salad for dinner. So that was a plus. Or you ended up getting back on track the next day. Or what can you do this afternoon to feel a little better? Like you're never more than your next best decision away from being right back on track. Let me say that again. You're never farther away than just your next best decision from being right back on track. So what would you tell your friend sitting across the table from her having coffee if she had the same experience you did? Treat yourself like a friend. Also, this is a beautiful opportunity to get curious and learn. What might have set you off that day when you just went off the rails? Was it an emotional thing? Were you tired? Were you bored? Was there something that set you down a path? Just see where you can get curious and play with it. Treat everything like a science experiment. Like, hmm, I am wondering, I got this result. I wonder what it was, what variable in the equation was different that ended up uh, putting me down the path towards quote unquote derailment. Just get curious. And remember, what you focus on expands. What you look for, you will find. See, our brains like to be right. So chances are somewhere in your brain, there's a belief that says this will never work. Oh, you know, who am I to think that I, I could lose weight? I've tried this a bunch of times before and it never worked. So chances are there may be a belief deep in your brain that has that sentence that feels true. And there's a disconnect in your brain when you have a belief, but you're trying to act differently. Again, it's like that crocodile underneath the surface that's kind of popping up, um, you know, when you can't see it. It's that old belief system trying to fight for itself, trying to fight for its life and say, I'm still here and I want to be right. Our brains want to prove themselves right. It's normal. And knowing that, we can kind of dismantle things a little bit. If the old belief is, this will never work, remember, a belief is just a sentence in your brain. For example, I love cookies. Is it true? Well, I mean, sometimes, but not all the time. I mean, I don't necessarily love cookies after I've had 18 of them, or I don't necessarily love cookies right after I brush my teeth or first thing in the morning. Um, here's another sentence. I believe in Santa Claus. Is it true? Well, I mean, one time in my life, it felt very true. Now, so not so much. Maybe once upon a time, the sentence, this will never work, felt very true. Maybe it still feels very true. But 
are there sentences in your life that you used to believe that now you don't? Santa Claus being one, maybe something else. You know, maybe you've changed your beliefs about yourself, about what you're capable of, maybe about the world. Maybe there's all kinds of things that used to be, you used to believe were true and now not so much. Maybe you question them a little bit. If you're looking for a belief that you want to hang on to, that you might want to try and substitute for this will never work, try this one on for size. The sentence is, yes, I am capable of change. Let that settle in for a second. Think of times in your past when you've made a positive change in your life. Um, you know, maybe you uh, stopped smoking. Maybe you used to sleep in till 11 and now you get up in the morning and get work done. You know, I have lots of examples of things that I did in college that I no longer do and those were positive changes. Or maybe there are things like, maybe you didn't used to exercise very much, but now you go for a walk on a regular basis. Um, all kinds of examples. What is an example of a positive change, something you used to do. It could be as simple as, when I was a kid, I really loved hot dogs and now I think they're kind of gross. Anything goes. Just one piece of example, one piece of evidence that yes, you are capable of change. Look for that evidence in your life. Look for that proof. Tune into that belief. Remember, whatever you're looking for, you'll find it. Whatever negative sentence you have in your brain, that old belief system, like this will never work, or maybe I just have a problem. It's just a sentence in your brain. Beliefs are sentences that we've repeated to ourselves over and over again so many times that now we believe them. It's just, it feels powerful because we put a lot of emotional energy into it, but it's just a sentence. How can you turn down the volume on that sentence and treat it just like any other? I like to imagine this analogy, like what if we could um, capture our thoughts and put them in a glass jar, like you used to do that with fireflies when you were a kid? What if you could capture your thoughts, put it in a jar and put all of your thoughts up on the shelf and just look at them through the glass and be like, wow, look at that thought. That one is so crazy. And look at the one next to it. That one seems pretty cool. Like that one's fine. And if you could just look at all your different thoughts and realize each of them is just a sentence. I, one might feel more true than the other, but it's simply because we put more emotional energy to it. So if there's a sentence that you want to put more emotional energy to, it's yes, I am capable of change. You've proven that to yourself in the past. How can you take that negative belief statement and apply the truth that you are capable of change to that old sentence? Tweak it, question it, play with it. Okay, so let's talk about the five-step process to recover from an overeat. We've been talking about how all of this is normal in your brain. It happens to all of us. It's not your fault. You're not broken. Okay, but what do we do about it? So step one, know that when you have an, an overeat, it is normal. You're not broken. It's just your brain following that old pattern, that old ski track. Your new thought pattern is that new ski track. It's just not as deep yet. You don't have as many reps. It's okay. It's normal. So like, let your let yourself off the hook a little bit. Try and you know reduce the volume on that brain freak out and just recognize it happens to everybody. It's not that big of a deal. Step number two, treat that day, that overeat, that moment, whatever it is, like a stoplight on your way to your destination. It's just a pause. It's just a little blip. You're gonna get there. The GPS is getting you to the right direction. You know, here's a question for you. Who do you think are the people who are most successful at weight loss. I'll give you a hint. It's not the people who were perfect on their plan. 
It's not the people who never made a mistake. The people who are successful at weight loss simply keep going. That's it. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody falls off their plans. The people who are successful at weight loss don't treat their mistakes like the end of the world and they say, okay, time to keep going. Get up, keep going. What did I learn from it? Your goals are inevitable if you just keep going, okay? So step two is treat it like a stoplight. Keep going. Step number three, offer yourself some self-compassion. What would you tell a friend who is feeling the same things and experiencing the same thing that you have done? That negative voice in your mind is supposed to be there. It's okay. It's evolved over eons to help keep us safe. But what would you tell your friend? Remember, the fuel you use to fill your mind with, the thoughts you use as fuel to fill up your mind will determine your destination. You put in toxic fuel, you're going to end up with a toxic destination. So put in good fuel in the form of compassionate thoughts into your brain. So that's step three, offer yourself some compassion. Step number four, get curious. What is that belief statement underneath the behavior? This will never work. I'm not meant for this. Maybe there's something wrong with me, something like that. Just get curious. See if you can identify it. You don't even have to do anything with it. You don't have to change it. Just see if you can identify and pick out what is that inner story that I'm telling myself. And then step number five, remind yourself, yes, I am capable of change. You have done it in the past. What are examples? Look for evidence. You can do this. You've done it in the past. You can do it again. You are just human. Allow yourself to be fully and gorgeously and imperfectly human. You are a piece of the divine and completely and worthy and gorgeous exactly the way you are. Allow yourself to shine as you are. Before we wrap up, I want to give you an analogy. So imagine you were trying to learn how to play the piano or, or maybe like learn how to play tennis. Imagine what if you had a bad tennis practice or what if you hit some of the wrong notes on the keyboard? What would be your thoughts around that? Would you tell yourself, oh, I'm never going to be able to learn this tennis game. You know, I, this, this piano piece is just terrible. I, I'm horrible at piano. I'm never going to learn it. And you just like bang your hands on the keyboard. I mean, as, as much as that might be a momentary feeling of like, yes, you know, because you're banging your hands on the keyboard, that's probably not going to help. So if you've had a thought like that, you know that you would be dooming yourself in whatever that activity. If you thought to yourself, I'm never going to be good at piano, then yeah, you're never going to be good at piano. We understand in a skill that we're trying to learn, like a sports or piano or something like that, that there's going to be bad days. There's going to be times when you're going to be off. And we treat those times as like just part of the process. It is the same with weight loss. Having a day where you get derailed is part of the process. Expect it. What really matters is how you talk to yourself. If you make it like the end of the world and you give up and you quit, then you're right back feeling miserable. But if you tell yourself, this is normal, this is part of the process, I can work my way through this, then you give yourself the chance to improve. Weight loss is a skill, just like tennis or cooking or calligraphy or piano. You can learn it. It is a skill, but you've got to give yourself the chance to learn it by talking to yourself in a way that gives you grace to be imperfect at it. Think of something that you've learned, you know, like how to drive or how to cook or how to knit or crochet. 
you probably weren't very good at it at first. My mom will tell you, I was not very good at driving when I first learned to drive. <sighs> Thanks, mom. You probably made mistakes. Weight loss is the same way. We expect ourselves to be perfect at it. And then we, re- then we berate ourselves when we inevitably make mistakes. But you're human. It's a very normal part of the learning process. Give yourself the grace and the space to learn the skill of weight loss. And that can sometimes mean two steps forward, one step back. It's okay. Expect it. All right. Here is your one tiny competent body action step to put into practice this week. Ready? I want you to get out a note card or maybe a sticky note, just a piece of paper. And I want you to get out a pen and write on this note card or sticky note, yes, I am capable of change. Put the word am, I am in like capital letters, underline it. Yes, I am capable of change. Put that note in your pocket. And when your hand brushes your pocket during the day, remind yourself of times in the past when you've made a positive change. Look for evidence. What is proof that that statement is true? We all have it. You do. I know it. If you could do that thing in the past where you had positive change, then why not this too? Look for evidence and remind yourself that yes, you are capable of change. Okay, that is what I've got for you today. Thank you so much for being here. If there's anything in this episode that has helped you, I would just be so honored if you would think of just one person in your life who you could share it with. Again, if if there's one person who feels a little bit less alone, a little bit less like I'm the problem, and maybe you feel a little bit like maybe I'm not broken after all. Maybe there's a way through this. Maybe there's hope. If this episode helped you feel that way at all, please share it with one friend. Let them know, hey, you're not the problem. We can do this. There's hope. All right. And please check out my book called You Are a Miracle on Amazon. And remember, love yourself because it's never too late to love yourself. That's what I got for you this week. I will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening today. Seriously, I know it's not a small thing and I genuinely appreciate it and I hope it helped you. Make sure you head on over to confidentbody.coach slash tips and sign up for my seven top tips for little shifts that create big results so that you can start feeling confident in your body right now. I will see you next week. And until then, remember, you are a miracle.